Good day. Good morning, yeah. everybody. It's Is episode it a good 78. Day? No. No, it's not no. a good day. I'm sorry. Never. It's really not. Yeah, this is a not safe for work podcast. Did you know that? I do know that because of my potty potty mouth. Adult content, adult language, adult themes. And this week, content Triggery warning. Content yeah. warning. Um, yeah, so if you guys hadn't seen by the title of this episode, we are going to be talking about the Holy Thursday Massacre. If that is a subject that is upsetting to you um, and you don't want to hear about it, then this episode's probably not for you and it's okay to go ahead and click out um, and maybe check out one of our other episodes. But that is what we're going to be talking about. Also, if you can't keep it professional in the comments, I will definitely boot you out. Um, I feel like the whole world is looking at the reptile industry right now. And it's really important that we put our best foot forward with professionalism and like, we're not going to put up with any shit, but we also need to not be the crazy mob threatening to kill people with bullet guns. Um, that does not mm. make us look good. So um, yes, we're going to talk about boobies though. We can talk about boobies. Yes. Yes. We're angry. Yes. This was unacceptable. Yes. It was horrific. Um, but let's keep it professional from our end so that we can shed the best light on our industry and show that we can be respectful and cool headed in a really horrific situation. Not that still, respectful, a little bit. Maybe not as respectful, but we can be professional in the face of such uh, awfulness. I'm going to shut up. I'm loving. You can the give your own speech. There. They're awesome. After. <laughs> I wanted to summon Elijah to our aid, but. I think he's busy because um, oh, he's like ultimate troll, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. I have a message. We have a message. We have a to message. Uh, the FWC. And in case you were confused, guys, we're going to try to help you out. Boa. Boa. Let's say B -O -A. it together. Boa. Boa. It's hard, but we can do it. Boa. Central and South America. Reticulated python. Reticulated <laughs> python. It's hard. Southeast Asia. Very, very different animals. Yes. Burmese python. Burmese <laughs> python. Say it together, FWC. Burmese python. They can look similar, but they're actually not similar at all. Last one. Pedophile. 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 All right. You want to read that for the people who are audio only? <sighs> yeah. So an FWC officer was uh, charged with possession of CP um, on his phone actually so in case the fwc needs help boa retic burmese python pedophile we need to be aware there's differences <laughs> jesus mary and joseph it just like the hits keep coming yeah. um i think we're gonna skip shout outs this morning um we just have a lot of stuff to get through um, if there's time at the end, then we'll definitely be doing that. But we're just going to keep plowing forward, guys. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to we'll talk to you guys in the chat 
later, especially. Ral. Still a blessing. BetDNA.com offers hashtag shit happens for $5 off your crypto panel, which we, as always, need. Thank you. Thank you, Ral. That's awesome. Also, if you are from Fishhead Labs and you would like to also sponsor a code, email Jessica or I, and we would gladly post you both up there. It's, it's we're not exclusive to Ralph. Yeah, so. JubeJube has a code though. Okay, well, so you can use that one. Message, messenger. What? It, I, she's had it on her Instagram. Okay. I think that's ten percent off too. If you want to use that, nobody yes. cares. Yeah, we don't care what lab you use. Is what I was trying to say. But I like Ralph. Um, what's this character? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Um, is he the guy that announced that he's pregnant with his 11 billionth <laughs> child? Maybe. I think I saw that. Um, congratulations on your puppy pregnancy. This is Shane Kelly, Small Town Exotics. He is offering deals on his uh, morph market animals um, until the 17th. You'll have to check out his Instagram. Um, to see what current deal he's running. I, I believe he's doing a different one every 24 hours. Um, right. So it's like an Easter egg hunt in like story. Yeah. You, you never know what you're going to, what you're going to be uh, mm-hmm. having available. And so um, until the 17th, he's going to be running deals for those who join us arc Florida and have proof of email that they can screenshot to him. Um, he will be offering different promotions like discounts off or free shipping or things like that. So just make sure you're watching um, his offers because we're probably all joining us arc in the last week. Um, and you can have a little benefit of it money off. Discount. Yeah. And then if you want to take that money and donate it to us arc Florida, that'd be cool too, but you don't have to. Right. US arc Florida though, not us. US arc Florida. Correct. And these are new signups. If you already have one, I don't know, message him and be like, dude, I, I've been one this whole time and see what it'll do for you. But th- this was specified as new. Right. Thank new you, Shane Kelly, Small Town Thank Exotics. You. Yes, I think that's really awesome of him. You know what else is awesome? What? Justin is offering a free membership to someone in chat right now. Someone in chat right now. So we have 37 people. Jana is thinking of a number between 1 and 100 Comment numbers below, and the first person that says the number that I'm thinking of, Jessica already knows the number two. Mm-hmm. Um, they will win it if you are already a member of US Arc Florida. You are welcome to pass that along to someone that is not um, kids, not, kids friends, neighbors. pets, neighbors, whatever wife, you wife, um, mistress, any any um alternative solutions and you can guess multiple member. multiple numbers because yeah. like it's Keep just guessing i'm watching and if you guys hit it then i'll i'll say who won. yeah it's a bronze membership oh yeah it is a bronze membership um and that is from stone age ball pythons which is phenomenal do you have right, keep my going instagram? you guys are doing great what do you, have, do you have my instagram um story that shows all the can you go to my Instagram page, please, yes. while I watch these lovely people shout numbers at me? Keep going. You guys said, are, like, getting close. I think I've even said my favorite number on this podcast before, guys. Come on. Where's my super fans at? This this story? No. Oh. This is a post. Bohemian Exotics is our winner. Yay! <laughs> 
So Bohemian, please message um, Stone Age Ball Pythons. Either of his accounts is fine. Um, if it's not for you, let him know who it's for, your wife, your kid, your best friend, your dog. But we just want to have as many people mm. signed up as we can. This is a one-year bronze membership to US Arc Florida, and it is going to Bohemian Exotics. Thank you guys for playing. Yay. We'll play more later of different, not this episode, but different. Different stuff. Yeah. Different stuff. I thought this was easier than collecting your names, doing a spin to win. Yeah, that was way, way easier. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Bohemian and everyone who played. And especially thank you to our sponsor, Stone Age. Thank um, you. That was that was really cool of him to offer that up, especially with what we're talking about this episode. So thank you very mm -hmm. much. And thanks for sponsoring our podcast. It's, it's nice to rub shoulders with uh, such cool people. Mm -hmm. Before we get into everything else, Lord. There's other stuff still happening. <laughs> so the New York ban added emus for some reason. Like it makes sense cassowaries because they kill a certain number of people a year. But emus, which are like a, a reasonable exotic pet bird, were added to the New York ban too. So if you ever wanted a pet emu, which are fine, right? Um, and you're in New York, please send a message to your senator. Uh, thank you. All right. Roger's here. What's up? What's up? Great Family Snakes, also a sponsor. We'll be doing their um, ad break later. Yeah. After, after all the sad. <sighs> <sighs> okay. So this has been obviously a week, right, Jana? It's, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The hardest part has been like figuring out what the fuck's going on because we've gotten information in dribbles and drabbles and that's fine. But I tried to put it in order to help clear things up and then we'll discuss. That's my dream. So go back in time, everybody. February 2021. Take your time machines. <laughs> Jessica's about to take us on a trip. We're going on a journey. Some of this I'll just talk about. Some of them I'll show. Because some of it's just like, just information. They officially voted and passed the rule, which takes certain species from conditional permit species to prohibited. So that was tegus, iguanas, and the big snakes, basically. Can I that ask a question for yeah. those of us that are not fully... Um, aware of everything that's going down in Florida. Um, I knew that that had been passed, but are we still fighting it? Because it was two years ago. Like, are we still fighting to try to get that reversed or are we putting our efforts elsewhere? U.S. Arc Florida. Well, people ask that all the time. Like, don't do that, please. But did the, the, we'll get into the, the current suit. The current suit okay. is requesting that they roll that back specifically. Okay, so there is. We are pursuing that. Yeah, but I, it's hard because, like, what what talking point of the hundreds of things they fucked up do you want to tell them about today? So, like, right. I don't know if there's like a specific like where U.S. Arc Florida is like tell them today to a go laundry, back two years a in time. <laughs> no, I just meant that legislative specifically. Were we requesting that again? Yes, the current back. lawsuit would adjust that back to a conditional species permit. Okay. Um, the effective date for that was April 29th, 2021. And 
that gave them 90 days to rehome them. So a lot of the news reports are like, you know, Mr. Coffee had five months to rehome them. Well, he had five months from the voting of the rule, not from the effective date of the rule. He only had 90 days. And I think there was a period of time where people weren't sure if it was actually going to go through. So yeah. he really didn't have five months. He had 90 days. Literally 90 days. Like until they said, yes, this is really happening. Why would he rehome his animals? Right. So that's why all the news reports are like, he had five months. He should have. That's a long, that's kind of short, but kind of long. And even if he did but have it's five really minutes, just 90. Months, right. Even if he did have five months instead of three months. Um, these are very specialized animals, in my opinion. Not everyone should own these kinds of animals unless they are equipped to house and handle them. And so they're not like, it's not like a ball python that pretty much anybody can take care of and be fine. Um, these animals have to go to responsible keepers. And so he can't just be like, free, retakes in Burmese pythons, get it now. You know, like it's not that simple guys. Like in, in order to do due diligence, you know, he has to make sure that those are going to the correct kinds of homes. Correct. And then, so he had 120 to begin with, and he did pretty good. He was down to 36. And as, and here's something that is still weird to me, because obviously there is a grandfathering rule that you can keep a certain number as pets. And at first I thought it was both kinds, snakes and lizards. And then I thought it was just lizards. And now I'm back to hearing that you can grandfather. Some, some snakes were grandfathered, but a small amount per person in certain kinds of obviously enclosures or whatever. So when he told them at the end of the 90 days that he could not place the last amount, he thought he was asking for them to be grandfathered at that moment. Right. And also just so you guys, if you're not aware at the um, expiration of those 90 days, um, it was illegal for him to sell or give those animals away. So he would, literally go to jail if he tried to continue to rehome those animals so at that point legally um even though he was asking and requesting for more time they were saying if you move these animals you will be arrested mm -hmm. and so that he wrote down a list of everything he had including the pit tags which they technically already knew but whatever and they took that list and were like thank you we'll look at this and maybe grandfather it. And instead they charged him two counts per animal. They were actually misdemeanors. I think I've heard people say they were felonies. I double checked. They were misdemeanors. Um, I think he had to fight them to misdemeanors. Well, there was a, a misdemeanor diversion program, but they were misdemeanors to begin with. Oh, okay. I've heard both, but now I'm thinking they're misdemeanors to begin with. And so then on February... So it's 36 animals to begin with, right? And then he's told he can't get rid of them. He has to keep them, like Janice said. February 6th, he had the misdemeanor diversion program, which downgraded them all further. And he just paid a small fine. And he didn't, the charges were not, they were all dropped. February 6th of 2023. So this year. So they made him keep it and just like, they basically made it seem like he had been grandfathered in at that point. No. 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 
FWC made him sign over the animals to them when he was first charged. So they were already his, not his property anymore. Technically, they were just evidence for the court case. But he was forced to continue to care for them uh, through that time. But they weren't grandfathered. They were evidence. Oh, no. I mean, once he won his. Right. He didn't win. There was no judgment about the the disposition of the snakes. They were still technically the possession of the FWC. Everybody's confused, Jana. Me too. So is the FWC. No, I thought at that point in February that he had been given his animal back possession of his animals because they made him re-sign. Right. Well, they weren't supposed to because they were already owning it or whatever. It doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) If he, so apparently if he had called the amnesty office instead of his specific officer, when he ran out of time, it would have been okay. He just couldn't have been grandfathered. It would have to have left the state. So like, like they would have given him more time is what you're saying. Right. The amnesty program lets you keep them and then they look for an out-of-state home for them. Like oh, for okay. free. That's the amnesty program. That's that awesome. office barely exists and there's two people who work there. And they're underappreciated and probably underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. It took me a long time to even find their fucking page on the FWC website. And they do like an amnesty day once a year and like, you know, on a county fair. And like, hey, do you have a random iguana in your house? You can amnesty it now. But oh, you can amnesty, amnesty it. But yeah, we're definitely not going to show up and kill it. <laughs> Holy so, fuck. Yeah. On Wednesday, April 5th of 2023, a retic was seen somewhere in Broward County hypothetically now you have requested the records for the uh, officer cam yeah for for, all these days for for the sighting of the snake or any evidence of the report you're right I wanted the incident report and the the camera because but we haven't seen any actual proof other than them saying it happened that this was a real report right so we have no evidentiary support for their claim that there was a loose um right and then also they said loose and recovered so like was it an out-of-state retic that somebody brought in that they didn't know the rules and if it was recovered and he has all of his animals tagged why did they, they go should, there to check? Why the did next they go day? there to check right. the next day? It just doesn't add up, guys. Is what we're trying to say. Like, I just want that body cam. Things. I want to just know for sure there was a. Sna- it was probably a corn snake. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, it's probably a boa. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, next day, April sixth. Even though the snake was hypothetically there, hypothetically recovered, I, I, who fucking knows? Nobody knows. They, According to them, the snake in question that got loose was in their possession, and they were looking at his facility to prove it was his snake, even though all of his were tagged, and they should have been able to know before arriving if it was his snake or not. And he right, also pit stated, tag. correct. He's pit also stated reading. that none of his animals were missing. Right. Okay. And so this is we've had like. I mean, he was obviously upset. So he's the story's kind of crazy about like the early part of the day that's not on video because he was upset. 
And so he's told things that aren't necessarily contradictory, but they're like pieces of a larger story. Right. And I was like, I, I gotta get the body camera for the shit for this. Cause it, it sounded like he was obviously he signed, signed them over, but he's being coerced and they were already technically owned by FWC anyway. So it doesn't fucking make any sense. Uh, so I was like body cam footage, you know, that's, you know, uh, it's a truth teller. If that's why they're there. Right. It's an observer that, that doesn't know fuck all anything. Right. Now, all four officers unbiased were, uh, is there had observations. It. Correct. So this is from, and this is the most complete story and it's from the GoFundMe written by the daughter recounting this series of events. Officer Lex. Do you want to pull it up? Uh, yes, but I'm going to read it off of this. It's down. The whole story is here. It still is, has things that are missing. I'm not going to read it off here because there's no uh, <laughs> paragraphs. Um, Officer Lex called Mr. Coffee. He, Mr. Coffee missed the call, but heard the voicemail left by Officer Lex. The Mr. Coffee was able to give a call back and Officer Lex said he was already at the facility waiting for him to be let in. The, then she mentions the the day before their events, a snake had gotten loose out of captivity in the surrounding area, hypothetically. And that was why they even went to his facility to begin with. Um, during the phone call, my dad asked Officer Lex what would happen if he didn't let him inside the facility. Officer Lex explained that he would have to arrest him. Again, Again, he's already been arrested. Again, guys. <laughs> My dad then asked what would happen if the snakes already passed and they were frozen in the cooler and not accounted for. And then said Officer Lex would explain that he'd have to arrest him again for inhumanely euthanizing, which is ironic, but okay. Very the animals. ironic. At this point, uh, Mr. Coffee was back to a corner and left with no other choice. Let them inside. Um, so then... She sort of skips over a bit and says, it came down to Officer Lex telling my dad that the most humane way of euthanizing his pets would be allowing Officer Lex to do it instead of Mr. If Coffee. He wasn't allowed to legally euthanize his own animals even right. with them present. That was not an option, guys. And so it, him requesting that they do it in his facility was because he wanted footage of it. And he wanted to know what was happening and how it was done. Him, the, So them twisting it and saying that he, when they got there, that he requested that they take possession and kill his animals. No, those were the options that were left to him. And the best worst choice for him was to have it done at his facility where he could record it. Yeah. And also the, there was no, like, I think it was the third USR Florida <laughs> Instagram live or whatever coffee told them told uh, Daniel eventually that th that their off-site location was the parking lot outside there was never an option to be euthanized uh, at a vet or somewhere else sometimes I've seen them recover retakes and take them somewhere else but they never even gave them that option it was like parking lot or inside of the the building and he's like well that'll scare the neighbors right to have a bunch and of the snakes yeah yeah snakes being dragged outside and bolt gunned on like the hot asphalt so so then he was like okay i can videotape right and they're like of course you can because 
he's allowed to. And so that so everyone consented to everything that was happening technically, but how much like coercion and confusion was happening? A lot. A lot. Um, uh, Mr. Crawford was under the impression that they would be euthanizing them, that uh, Inspector Lex would be euthanizing them with an, a barbiturate injectable. Um, that's the only reason he agreed in the first place. Uh, he was instructed to sign the receipt again, and they would be relinquishing his rights again. I don't know why the fuck they technically needed it again, but who the fucking knows? And then uh, it goes on down here to explain that he obviously got upset after the first one because he didn't know they were going to use a bolt gun. He had no and idea. He was holding he the was first one down. Because he thought they were going to give it a lethal injection, not a bolt gun to the skull. Right. And then um, he obviously uh, got upset, was crying and left and said, you guys do it was very clear. He did not leave the building, guys. Right. He was in he was in and out of the building, I think, just but it it looked like it was one of those uh, like industrial warehouse districts that have like the big roll down doors. So like there was other tenants next door. Or whatever. So right. it looked like he was in the parking lot, in the front area, in the parking lot. Um, it also after... says in there that he has over four hours of footage, and obviously we've seen eight minutes. Um, like, well, they eight... were there for four hours. Correct. They knocked over the phone for the first some amount of time on accident or on purpose. You decide. And so, like the first half of the clip is just the f- ground muffled or whatever of his phone right so we don't have that part body cam would clear all that right up which we have a legal right to request and receive mm-hmm. anybody not just him anybody who and i'm going to show you how to request yourself yes. at home later in the episode so stay tuned for that because <laughs> she has definitely already done that I know. there uh, okay let's focus um the second pair of officers, the, the smiling ones, the ones that are having a great time, are were just called in to assist to hold animals down to be murdered uh, because Mr. Coffey could no longer assist. So those people like look dumb because they are. They're they're not like senior investigators or whatever like the other two are who are also dumb, but they look even more dumb and more happy to they're, be there. Yeah, but they're not the people that are supposed to be checking tags and identification. Right. They're they just don't know snake helping. breeds. They're literally right. just there to hold snakes. And so they have no idea if they're euthanizing the correct animal right. or not. That's somebody else's job. Right. It was the two senior investigators responsibility. You would think just real quick, they would scan the pit tag before they euthanized it and then like check it against the records. Because they were, if you look in the video, they're they're always scanning the snakes after they euthanize them for the pit. <laughs> yeah, that seems really smart and efficient. Like it seems like this is the kind of thing you'd want to uh, check twice or measure twice, uh, cut once, kind of a situation, guys. Um, they absolutely should have been verifying tag numbers. They should have been scanning tag numbers before ever even picking up the bolt gun, which. We're going to get into their humanely euthanized rules at some mm-hmm. point in this discussion. Jessica has it. Yeah. So, and you guys got to see the video. I didn't want to like really like, I, obviously they fucking mistake the boa. 
killed a bunch of shit, left a mess, took the bodies, pretended like it was a, a good day serving Florida. Whatever. Went home. So that all happened on April 6th. Uh, I don't know when he sent the original files to U.S. Arc, Florida. Um, that was in one of their interviews. Um, they said that they... Um, Didn't he call them that night? He called them that night. They had the footage, um, I believe, on Friday. And they decided not to ruin the industry's Easter weekend, for those of you who celebrate. Um, and they decided it would be best for everybody if they waited until Monday. Um, they That's were also, not true at all, because they posted it on... Uh, they said that in an interview, and they said that they posted it on Monday, the video, because... Yeah, they, they wanted... posted the long form on on. Correct. Yes, but they posted like the teaser on the eighth, which was Saturday. Yeah, it still ruined my weekend. Fuck, <laughs> it's fine. I, they probably posted it because you wouldn't have been able to call and complain on a weekend, on a holiday weekend anyway, which is fair. So, so on the just real quick, so Boza Ball has a question. It says, "How can you mistake a boa when you look at the tag before taking it out?" So we just said. They were not checking tags. They were not verifying the animal. They were not scanning uh, microchips to verify that the numbers matched, which they should have been. Because what if he just like swapped in some other snakes there that he'd rather they euthanize than some, you know, expensive one or whatever. Right. It doesn't matter what. They should have been looking at the tag. They were dead. (laughs) Right. And they were looking at the the numbers and the animal and identifying it after it was already euthanized. And if you like one of the, my very first questions was, shouldn't that boa's cage have been locked? They, he, they had his keys and the boa's cage was locked um, and they unlocked it and removed the snake, euthanized the snake or attempted to euthanize the snake. And then they looked at its tag to see which one it was. Right. So that's something that's not in that was been talked about in lives and why we need the body cam footage desperately, because they were obviously told and it was obviously, according to reports, locked. They got the keys. There is video on one of your links. The video was there showing them unlock it. Now, I've never seen that. Oh, there's literal video video footage that I watched from your notes that showed them physically unlocking it i think unlocking a, a different one i'm gonna dig for it guys all right okay you keep talking you good mm, i mean i have to do it now oh whatever I, I believe their story that it was locked and they unlocked it because they're dumb no like, but there is it is captured on video that okay. that they were trying to get into it and one of the officers was like pushing on it and was like it's not opening and he was like oh don't worry i have the keys to everything and he went and gets in they're, they're laughing and talking video? which one they're was laughing and talking while he's unlocking it and they never once looked at the tag and then they slid the the door open and it's on the opposite side from the tag and yet yeah. the animal and then euthanized it and oh, that, so that was at that was, moment and then the one that we've seen where he's looking at the tag and he's like <gasps> That was after all of that. So they have released the footage. I'm going to go find it. It is in your list. Okay. It's been a long week. It has been a long right. week. Right. So, so that would qualify, even though they have permission to be in the building as a, obviously a legal seizure, but, but also a legal search. They're opening something that's locked against them that they don't have the right to access. Clearly. And then they, so McAdams has actually a great case for a suit, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. Marissa, thank you. It's uh, on the autopsy video. 
Oh, all right. It's mixed in with the autopsy video. Um, Good. Only watch if you guys can handle seeing 32 dead babies. That one's that one's a hard one to watch. That's even harder than the other one to watch for me. Right. It is weird. I mean, not to be paranoid or whatever. Like blue shirt notices early. Everybody sees that. Gray shirt maybe is genuinely surprised, but blue shirt knows and then is fake surprised 10, 15 seconds later. Yeah. So is that like it seemed insane that they would have an intentional, malicious... There really isn't any other explanation to how that happened. I mean, literally, like, he pointed it out multiple, multiple times. He, you know, they're on their little killing high, and they're just like, wee! He had pointed out that enclosure. He has... We haven't seen it, but he has video evidence of him telling that they, they did. There should be body cam evidence of that. Like, I, I can't think of any other excuse other than it was absolutely intentional there there is no right and it's also weird like the two experts who agreed it was a boa got it out and looked at it in their hands as they're setting it down so even if they don't read the tag they don't they unlocked it and then they're physically looking at it so they're so incompetent they can't be trusted to do literally anything well and also like (laughs) she was so hugely obviously gravid that if someone and, had said to you 10 times, this is a gravid legal boa, and you pull out the snake who is twice the size in girth as the other snakes that you're euthanizing, wouldn't that make you pause and like double check if you weren't maliciously trying to kill this animal? Is Because when allegedly, they told him... Allegedly, they, in allegedly, our opinion, allegedly FWC malicious. FWC. Allegedly, for sure. Yeah. It seems that way. Also, like when they told him after the snake had been suffering in the corner for 20 minutes because they yeah. did not continue their humane euthanasia procedure, they just did step one. Um, when they told him, you could absolutely tell it wasn't like the voice of someone who's made a mistake. They were literally like giggling as they told him, oh yeah, dude, we're totally broke up about it too. And you can probably cut her open and save the babies. The babies were a month from their delivery date per yeah, the, the veterinarian who did the It was necropsy. Dr. Dale. Yeah, Dr. Dale's badass. He's anyway. our best like testing Dr. Bet yes. in Florida. Respect. <sighs> Mad respect. So um that was also not an option. And they even if they thought it really was an option, they wouldn't have waited. Why yeah, minutes. why would they wait 20 minutes? They wouldn't. They or just wouldn't. However long it was. Um the the system or the series of events that took place and how they took place, there is literally no other logical conclusion other than it was completely intentional. Intentional. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, literally, there was zero excuse for it. Yeah, it's all very sus. But then, like, how does... We've seen it. I don't want to, like, really fucking mainline it because it's horrific. I'm never going to get his screams out of my head. Like, the, the sound of a man is, like truly suffering holy fuck that is i mean i was like sobbing and trying not to like i don't know be sick at that point because yeah. like literally <sighs> anyway yeah so on the 8th uh usr florida posts the stills on their instagram on the 9th so that monday there's the long form video comes out 
And there are smaller forums on IG on the 10th and the 11th. I think Bozo Balls posted it on TikTok. And Donnie posted it the day after also. And that's when, like, the, the troll army emerges to start uh, harassing <laughs> FWC on all platforms, which I loved, by the way. I didn't love when people were, like, threatened physical violence because that sends your ass to jail. But just like continuous snarky continuous barrage of <laughs> fuck you this isn't okay but I let's it. they've stopped posting everywhere just like thank god i i love it like when they killed that coyote three years ago i found some of their complaints on like old social media posts but we have popped coyote complaints times 100 congratulations everybody we're all domestic terrorists <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing a good job okay and then on 410 the fwc responds with and they've they've been silent this whole time except for their normal social media posts that they ignore the issue on they respond with hey guys don't be mean to me in my comments on facebook yeah you guys are being mean and that's against facebook Stop rules it, my feelings hurt yeah. <sighs> that was their only response is literally was you're so hurting our feelings hot. with your comments not any kind of statement um in regards to what had happened just literally like you're being mean mm -hmm. then obviously there was important lives on uh even more guards gods with us Arc florida a lot of this information is from but there's like three of them now and and then but he went on to tiki's and i thought tiki had like the most uh, interesting take was that he should, there should be a general protest in Tallahassee just about how reptile keepers are being treated, not just like message the governor, not just message whatever, but like a straight up, it's time for it to stop because it's just getting worse and worse and worse. So, and Tiki's half volunteered to manage it. Right. So if you are Florida local, and you've heard about there being a peaceful protest scheduled for those that are in the area, make sure you comment below or um, post it on your Instagram and tag us so that we can um, let people know that that's happening. Mm -hmm. so, uh, okay. On 411, I, at this point, requested the body cam footage. I include this in here because you can see that they haven't given it to me. <laughs> Which is funny because they can manage to post like a, a naked guy outside a Target riding a scooter uh, <laughs> high on meth from right their away, body cams. Right yes. away. But somehow I can't have something that they have obviously looked at and know about in a uh, reasonable amount of time. That's pretty cool. So 411, I, I did get a response like, we're working on it. And I'm like, yeah. Better well, got an automated on. response. <laughs> well, they are legally are required to give it to me, so. Right. And then on 411, finally the FWC not doesn't break their silence but actually starts responding to messages. So they responded with the like boilerplate one that we've all seen now a couple hundred times. It just says like the FWC you bring it up. Your... Just bring it up for those of us who haven't seen it. I don't even have like a link to it because they didn't post it Oh, I thought it that was the one that you had screenshots of. Right. No, this one wasn't posted anywhere. It was only responded in IG messages, Facebook messages, and it was leaked to the press. 
but it wasn't posted anywhere and it doesn't mention the bow at all which pissed people off right <sighs> and then at that on that day the 11th uh, the local news has started to pick it up so palm beach post florida today nbc miami jacksonville herald tribune and then chris coffee was on miami 7 with a live interview which got clipped off to his tiktok uh account which i think he's only posted three videos on but it's just sort of some of the behind the scenes stuff um 412 so two days ago now i requested a body cam incident report for the retic who hypothetically exists and they looks like they've like pushed my requests together and i'm like aren't those events separate don't you have an incident report for them separately because they are not related events not related at all or or are they i don't know (laughs) Allegedly, Allegedly, there's a retic, maybe in Broward County, that leads to his facility, Wink. which means it would have to have his tag, which they'd have to have proof of. They were just like picking any retics they maybe thought could exist in the county and just harassing him, basically. So on 412, it hits national news, USA Today, Yahoo News, Newsweek. It's also on local news channel eight, and they released the autopsy video. USR Florida does. And then Donnie releases on uh, his Instagram the old body cam footage from the officers telling him he couldn't get rid of it or euthanize them or he would go to jail from like nine months ago or whatever. When he originally had to like sign his rights away. Right. 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 So Donnie has that footage. Good job, Donnie. Are all these going to be linked in the show notes or not? They don't even fit. We hit the... the... Oh, we hit the max. Sorry, guys. I put a bunch of them, but not all of them. But if there's something specifically you want from me in order, I'll just keep this. I'll just like copy and paste it. Maybe attach it as like a a, a shareable, a readable Word doc or something. And then, uh, yeah, the 12th still, FWC emails change from like the boilerplate. And now they added the word... The, the phrase about boa. So while euthanizing the relinquished animals, officers unintentionally euthanized a boa constrictor owned by another party, which was not on the list of snakes relinquished by the facility owner. The SWC is looking into any changes in procedures which would prevent this from happening in the future, like reading, writing, <laughs> correlation <laughs> prior to euthanasia. So matching numbers. Respect. Right, we can match numbers. It's like a. It's you know, not. Like, I mean, even if they don't know how to fucking identify a snake, they have a scanner. There are they need the numbers. listed ID numbers on every enclosure. Literally, yeah. you just scan yeah, that's it. That's too smart. You're you just scan it, it and just you look at the it. numbers and you say, "Do those match or don't they match?" It's too hard to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Can't. We just have to guess. We have to shoot wildly and and guess. Right at people kids pets and then just like clean it just cover it up when you're done allegedly allegedly don't sue me 413 which was yesterday uh coffee and mcadam post a gofundme which we've already talked about which they're at 
let's do an update. Three thousand six hundred and sixty dollars. They in here give the longest form of the story, and also at the bottom say they're thinking they're trying to raise legal funds. Good, right? Good. Very good. Yeah. I think McAdam has a great case. So the problem is like this amount of money it's not going to help him with suffering and cover his legal case I'm running on a little bit of a delay again as usual so I don't know if USR Florida has something else that they're trying to help them with I know they posted that thing yesterday on Instagram where they're like FWC can't call us anymore they must submit all inquiries in writing Good. because I'm assuming they're getting threatened or something behind the scene, allegedly. Or something, because they need to keep shit in writing at this point, because they're getting probably equally harassed as we harass them. Uh, so that is the story up to today. <laughs> yeah, do you want to touch bases um, and bring up their euthanasia? Yeah, now we can go to like, the order of uh, just, just talking points. So if anybody wants to We'll talk to you or whatever. Yeah, all the ones that were, uh, you know, a conditional species permit ones were. The boa wasn't, though. That's wasn't what I'm it? saying is they would have scanned her and she would not have popped up in their system. And that would have caused them to pause. And be like, what either is this? it's illegal and he needs to go to jail, which is their job. Or B, they've got a wrong fucking snake. So if they had been doing that with every snake scanning and double checking when they got yeah, to it's, her, it seemed very logical to do yes. that, Jana. Yes. But uh... so all his snakes were not microchipped. All his conditional snakes were microchipped per mm -hmm. Florida regulation. Mm -hmm. So this is Florida's own description of humane killing methods for non-native reptiles. It does have a bolt gun and a location. On the head where the brain would be but also requires pithing to finish destroying the brain because the bolt gun is just like a concussive and then opens a wound it doesn't necessarily like kill it's the whole brain especially if you're like missed so i didn't see any evidence of pithing did you in not any single release nope sounds not like they failed time. to do anything humane to me jana uh, they did step one, but they missed step two, which makes it inhumane. Um, and if the snake takes 20 minutes to die, you did not do it correctly. Um, literally, there should be no movement right away. Like, well, I mean, there can be because the, the, the muscles are going, but like 20 minutes not later, not 20 minutes it, it, later, it fully dead for that whole time. Supposedly they, they did her a couple times because they kept missing or something. <laughs> and so she kept dying and they would do her again. I heard that on one of the lives. So that's yeah, pretty cool. I haven't seen that, but that's... But anyway, if they'd done it in the, close to the right spot and then proceeded to do this like clockwise motion to try to destroy all nervous tissue, they would have killed her faster and then she would not have needed to be redone four times or whatever and so kept trying to like they should not have killed her but since they were trying to euthanize her and had already bolt gunned her brain and this is true for the retakes too i was we don't correct. want them to suffer yes. or the berms they, they should have completed step two um because this animal seems like was uh, illegally killed and then done in a 
inhumane manner, which is absolutely outrageous. Right. Should somebody be fired for not following the humane euthanasia steps? Well, they should be fired in for general. For non-native reptiles? This is definitely a reason that they can't sidestep. <laughs> oh, it was a mistake. No, this is, has to come back down to training. Like, if you're going to be euthanizing animals, you need to know the proper steps. And if your website literally lists the steps you're supposed to follow, then your employees should know those steps. Mm-hmm. You would think. Is that the one, the same one that we got from two days ago or the one from yesterday? They've been just copy-pasting a lot. Or is yours new? I love new ones. They said they sent it to you. Um, proper Royals. Hi, Adam. Uh, said, crazy thought here. Where is PETA in all of this? It would be pretty um, ironic and neat um, if we could get PETA and the reptile industry pointed at FWC like a united front I, I think that that would be no uh, I'm good they want animals to die yeah they do I mean it, it's not they're not going to is what I'm saying but yeah in a in a cool world it, it would be and we would absolutely be on the same pe- page if that was actually their agenda fuck them did you send it to me on Instagram uh, Mr. Carter or did you send it to me on Facebook Whatever, moving on. Um, we'll Lisa, so we talked, a about delay. This, yeah, we talked about this earlier. Um, he had the option of letting them kill them in the parking lot outside or in his facility. And he felt like it was too graphic for his neighbors to be exposed to that. Um, and then we also discussed that like that was less humane to be dragging retics out to a really hot parking lot and then killing them. Um, and he right. thought they were all going to be given a lethal injection. He didn't realize that it was going to be um, the bulk. Right. And and sometimes when they drag them away, it, things get worse. Like all, the iguanas that were seized were just like thrown in the back of a truck and like overheated um, and died of asphyxiation in bags. A lot of them, they weren't even euthanized. Ties iguanas. I heard. No body cam footage for that, though. I would like that, too. Actually, that'd be sweet. Uh, yeah, I think it is the same one. We're, I mean, technically he asked because he was told he was going to go to jail and he was coerced into it. Brian. So, yeah, that absolutely probably would have incited a lot more um, attention to the, to the subject, but he had no idea that they were going to be horrifically killing the snakes. He thought that they were going to be humanely euthanizing, which is fucked up and not okay and according to all the statements they would have should have been grandfathered in um he didn't know that that's what was going to happen right there's like 40 layers of fucked up where you're like why wasn't they why weren't they grandfathered in why was he charged if he was charged but they dropped him then they weren't that mad about so why didn't they let him amnesty them in now like and get them out of or whatever like there's 10 layers of like problem here right. why does fish and wildlife service have this authority to begin with why are we killing healthy animals like all of them are fucked there's not a good one i haven't heard a good excuse for any of this shit yet from fwc because they've been silent and they still haven't pr- released like an actual like report no like, incident report like, for either incident right or just like a like a pr statement like 
that's like public, like on their social media, that even if it was copy and pasted what they message people, they made a report for the pedo guy. Like they got an interview with their, they're like, yeah, we don't like CP actually. <laughs> so they Let's got make a public statement. For that, Oops. Yes. But they but they couldn't make a public statement like, hey, we're gonna try not to fuck up a bunch. Uh, nope, no report. So let's keep going. How to request public records from Florida. The reason why Florida Man is such a popular character in urban legend is because Florida has like a rule that you can basically request court records, written records, videos of meetings, and body cam footage easily right away. Um, so you you can do it too. If you want, you don't have to be a, a resident of Florida. You go to, this is definitely in the show notes, myfwc.com backslash contact backslash public dash records dash requests. And you can submit a public record request for any event that you so desire. And it just, you can ask if you need it certified, it, it costs money. It's free if you don't want it certified. So anytime anything sort of hinky pinky happens, you can ask for a copy of it. And Jessica has FYI. no no information other than the auto response. Well, they've been like, we're working on it. Wink. I've, I've had people met, email me, but they're like, well, you're in the queue. Apparently a lot of people are requesting. So then just to talk really quickly about qualified immunity like cause cops just generically shoot dogs a lot when they go onto people's property and so some a lot of times they just get away with it because like the dog was being aggressive but the dog might not have even been aggressive so you can counter sue for like the destruction of personal property which would be an animal in the state of florida if you like meet certain qualifications to overcome qualified immunity. Like it wasn't a risk to the life of the officer. So it was a snake in a locked cage or risk to the life of, of the officer, Jana. No, a snake in a locked cage in a locked facility that they obviously needed him to come open up. So they were very double, triple contained like they were supposed to be like he was following every regulation and rule that they had given. Right. And McAdams wasn't involved. So I'm saying McAdams can meet all of the qualifications for overcoming qualified immunity and successfully sue for compensation for the death of his boa specifically. Absolutely. Is all I have to say about that. Not a lawyer though. Allegedly death of his boa. Alleged. It's not alleged if we have video footage of it and an autopsy, is it? I don't know anymore. It's not allegedly. We're so close to getting sued right now. You don't even know. I'm just trying to be the news. But it's uh, difficult. Yeah. Hmm. So since we record records, that's cool. But what about if this video recording was never made, Jana? What would happen? So I can tell you what would happen because this has happened to others, guys. This is not the only or the first incident of this happening. They have been trying to say over and over again that this is happening and public statements keep being released saying that it's unfounded and they're just being hysterical and trying to women hysterical women. women little karens they're just trying to make it sound like 
the FWC or the bad guys, but really they're not doing anything wrong and your pets are your pets and you're safe. But really this is what's been happening to um, reptile keepers. And he just had the, the wherewithal, I don't know how in this situation to record it. And that is why it's getting so much more traction than the other people who have been reporting this, but that he is not the only one that has suffered this. Um, mm -hmm. He probably will not be the last person in Florida to suffer this. Um, but he, like I said, he just had the, <laughs> the ability to think I need to record this and, and that will be so damning in this case in general. And will hopefully, um, they will win legislation and they will be able to prevent this from happening to other people in the future. Mm -hmm. So here's our, our tip section. I think based on this, you should record every FWC officer everywhere they exist all the time. Even if you're like not eating a burger. bad at them, you know, eating a burger, they're eating a burger. Let's record them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean like live stream reptile shows, all reptile shows should be live streamed from now on just everywhere in the show. And you're like, why wow, that's invasive privacy. I don't care. <laughs> just put up a sign. Like we're live streaming from these locations because there's plain clothes and in uniform FWC officers that walk around shows. Um, you could walk around a show too if you wanted and just happen to follow them. Yeah, you're not breaking any laws. Yeah, you're just a, ironically a near them. And it's not to be mean because nobody's fucking breaking a show uh, rules of a fucking reptile show. Why would you bring a berm to sell? Yeah, but he wasn't breaking the rules in his facility <laughs> right. either. I'm just saying like maximum accountability. Absolutely. Right? And then you should be recording in your reptile buildings for lots of reasons, like theft or, you know, accidents or whatever. Uh, liability stuff. Like if somebody comes and trips, and pretends like your snake killed them or something, but they've slipped on their a banana all the time, probably. Um, Angel said for those audio only, um, he was an animal control officer in New York City years ago. And even to him, this video was extremely unprofessional and just wrong. Um, he saw a ton of red flags. So as a animal control officer, Angel, did you receive training? I mean, any training, not having to euthanize snakes or anything, but did you receive training? Just a question. Um, I mean, most like, I don't know how to put this correctly. Maybe I shouldn't say it. I feel like most, like there's a lot of reports from Florida of like, you know, a sheriff's deputy finds a boa and then gives it to a, a rescue. And like that somehow makes the news or whatever as like a good deed or like saves a cat from a tree. So I feel like cops that aren't trained know they're not trained. So they call the FWC. But the FWC is like. The bad guys and the idiots. Yeah, it's, it's the wildest thing. Like, like, I know nobody knows about it. But I, I posted it on my face personal Facebook page. But that when they killed that coyote, there was firefighters, police officers saving like a drowning coyote in like a canal or something, and and like the the media was there and everyone cheered when the firefighters successfully saved the coyote. They called the FWC and like, are you going to take it to a rescue? And they're like, yeah, I'll take it to a rescue. And they took it to another site and shot it. <laughs> After all this like media attention and stuff, it was like. I don't know what to do with it. Apparently the guy didn't know if it was native or not. And 
what the state's policy was. So he just took it somewhere and shot it in the head and left it rather body. than using so, his brain and investigating something before well, he emailed he a couple them. people and they didn't respond because it was a weekend. So he shot it. But and then like the news reports were like all of this like media attention and goodwill and like police officers and firefighters were helping save a, a wildlife and you didn't like think about if that was like a good PR move. It's technically not illegal for you to euthanize it, but like, hello. <laughs> so, um, so Angel said that yes, he did receive training, and then he follows it up with saying that he didn't receive um, training for exotics. But you were in New York City, and they're in Florida, so we would hope. But even if they weren't trained in specifics for exotics, they should have had some kind of training. Um, in like the steps of euthanasia in the verifying before you kill something, you know, like there should have just been basic level training that I'm sure that they had, which leads us to believe that what they were doing was intentional. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so I think people should obviously stay compliant to keep their class three. Uh, but I think you should stay like maliciously compliant. Like, follow the rules maybe too much. Maybe ask extra questions. Be like, is this legal? Every time your officer comes in. Like, even if you know the, the answer. Because I think making them aware that you're hyper aware that they have, like, an unusual amount of authority over you. Even though if you guys are friends, it's got to mean something. That you're, like, so aware. Yeah. Be meticulous. Be within the law. And if someone FWC shows up to your um, your exotic shop or at your house, wherever you keep your snakes and is making crazy requests, yes, he was in a spot where he had to be compliant and was just trying to do the right thing, which he's been trying to do this whole time. Um, but if that happens to anybody else from going forward, um, live stream it, call the news. Call the police. There was police there. Obviously, that wasn't a huge help. But you can do these things. Or maybe get them. arrested. If or get arrested. If, if your family can withstand the burden of you not making money for them while you're in jail. Which is like a, a privilege, right? Right. It is a huge privilege. A lot of people aren't able to do that. But you are, like I said, you can live stream it. You can call in the media. You can call in your reptile friends, they can come and they can video and live stream it as well. And you can call us art Florida. Um, and while it's happening. So even though they're backing you into a corner and there are so many repercussions. And like Jessica said, that comes with privilege to feel like you can fight those repercussions. Um, mm -hmm. There are things that you can do in that moment to maybe slow their momentum and their ability to come into your facility and just start killing things. Um, because I think that if, not that I'm saying he's wrong. Like, I have no idea how I would have dealt with that situation. I probably would have left the building or the premise or like, I don't know how I would have handled it. I definitely wouldn't have had the forethought to record it. I'm sure that he was deeply obsessed. So I'm not saying at all that he did the wrong thing. I'm saying that what we can do in the future is that you can just make as much noise as possible before anything happens. And hopefully that will give them pause to maybe even just check microchips <laughs> to um, verify the breed, you know, like, or the species, like, maybe that that can that prevent cool. the massacre 
we would like to see it prevent the massacre of these animals that should be grandfathered in because he was following all the rules. But it definitely, hopefully we can prevent the euthanasia of animals that are completely legal to keep. Um, so like if you are in Florida and you're not planning on leaving Florida, just keep that in mind whenever you're dealing with FWC. So this isn't a tip. This is a, just a thought. Uh, they have like a, a invasive hotline, which is what the retic was called in for. But if it's being used to like persecute people, I don't think I should. If I was a Floridian, I wouldn't be encouraging my neighbors to use it or Never. me. I would oh. be like, don't use it. Don't cause... use it. If you have a non-native species that you're seeing, call your reptile friends. Call right. USARC Florida. Do not call FWC. Right, because you can... You're legally allowed to euthanize uh, those prohibited species yourself. And I bet you can do a better job than they did. Let's be honest. You cannot possess them, though. Um, just saying, legally... You can't like you can't take that like find a baby iguana in the wild, keep it for ten minutes. You're possessing it. Right. You're you can't required to anything. euthanize it. Correct. Technically, legally, legally, allegedly, allegedly, they did nothing. you should not do that. Um, but you're a herper. You know more about stuff than them. So if somebody keeps like they keep. Like finding like a random ball python in a park that somebody either let go or whatever. So just herp that shit out of the park and don't tell anybody because that's just going to make them be like, oh, ball, ball pythons. Fuck, seem we to need to ban ball pythons now. Just yeah. don't post it on social media. Maybe like ask your local friends if they lost a ball python, whatever, right? But Go don't air it out that people are losing pets if they're losing pets. Not and obviously, FWC is listening, so no one has ever lost a pet in Florida. No one ever. Has ever. Yes, correct. But if you have allegedly. to recover a pet, there's no allegedly. reason to report it. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> Which is fucked, because you would want them to keep track of stuff, but they're using it in such a malicious way that I don't really want them to have that information. So they're using it as a way to get in the door and mm -hmm. kill things because apparently that is something they enjoy. Um, Lisa, they were killing retics and Burmese pythons um, at his facility. He had both. Uh, right. Well, retics were banned because they happen to be large and scary. There are no currently breeding populations that we know of officially in, in Florida. Florida. So they were... Like, why did they ban Amistine pythons? Is there fucking Amistine pythons anywhere? <laughs> no. They did it because they just were, like, big. And they could be a problem. Right. So, so what happens with um, legislation, guys, if you didn't know, um, if they can get their toe in, they're going to keep sliding their foot in further. Um, and so the reason that we promote USARC and USARC Florida so heavily is because anything we can do to keep this legislation from being passed um, in any state um, is beneficial to us because if it is passed even in one state then a that state is going to try to start passing other animals that are reptiles and b all the states around it are going to be like huh they passed it we can pass it too and there's precedence so um, it's it's a cascading ball of fuck for us and that is why we need to be so passionate about it. 
because mm -hmm. literally the Burmese pythons were the ones and it was like a total fluke situation. It's not like somebody was just oopsie doopsie. I'm just going to let all these go. Wee! Mm -hmm. Total fluke fucked up situation. <laughs> like what is that? An act of God? What is that called? <laughs> Yeah. An act of nature. Well, supposedly some happen. of them were maybe in there since the 70s, but at such a limited amount. It was just that big bolusk during Hurricane Andy that like correct. It just helped them out too much. It was like but there's they used 70 the, more. The Burmese Python situation to ban large snakes. Yeah, just um, as the they, the category known as correct. large snakes. Yes. And so like if they can get their foot in just a little bit, like I said, they they go as far as they feel like they can. And then when they get that, they try to go even further, which they have absolutely shown. If you look at the progression of these laws. Right. Well, I mean, the, the current thinking, I did read a paper on it. It's like, I mean, one day we'll review this paper, but there was a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service paper about the Lacey Act, where like the Lacey Act is actually really effective because if you ban it, it can't show up. And you're like, duh. <laughs> like that was like the result of the paper. It's like, well, no, well, no shit. Cause they're like, well, what if they show up even if we banned it? And so some of them did that happen too, right? But like the whole they were like, Lacey Act is a success because things didn't become invasive from being banned. But I'm like, what else did you lose on the way to banning it? Like ASFs obviously didn't get it established even though they were banned from interstate transport have you seen any asf colonies in in the Washington? wild <laughs> nope, nope not in any of the states actually right so like were they ever going to be that way anyway so it was almost like making excuses we'll cover that paper I one mean, day there might be one in my backyard guys allegedly it, allegedly it might be happening no um no i have not actually seen seen them in the wild right and i think what people need to remember is, like, as a herper in Florida, you can stop a lot of problems by, like, removing stuff. So before they ban, you know, veiled chameleons, which are, you know, established in Florida, just fucking ship those fuckers out of state. You know what we need? We need Allegedly. Allegedly. Before they ban Bahama Knolls and Curly Tails and Mediterranean Geckos, collect them and sell them as feeders or whatever. Allegedly. Do, do, allegedly. Do the work of like helping to clean up your own environment. Some of it, it doesn't matter. Like I don't actually think iguanas fucking matter because they they all live in like suburbs anyway. They don't live in the wild. They actually have very little impact on... No, they're in the neighborhoods trying to attack you. <laughs> no, they're just eating your plants. That's what people are mad about. And they do dig under embankments and stuff, but so do native turtles. Are you going to like murder the native turtles for doing the exact same kind of damage the iguanas do. Uh, yeah, I mean, the USDA gets to manage plants, Aurora. She says, like, there's a lot of invasive plants. And to me, plants are worse because they can change an entire ecosystem. There is down a, to, like, a really the, long list of the, banned the, things. The, the like, biology and, and chemistry and the hydrology of the entire thing is completely fucking different. Like, if you've ever been in an eastern forest with, like, Japanese stilt grass, fucking salamanders can't can't live there anymore. Period. Period. It, it's not like... Because, like, a snake slots in and it can eat stuff and kill stuff, right? But it acts like another predator. It's like, a, you know, an equivalent to an alligator. 
but a plant can come in and completely change the landscape the ecosphere of that so that, that nothing can live so like but we, we don't give a shit about plants that much because uh it doesn't seem as scary right even though it, it is technically more terrible for the environment as a whole the ecosystem will collapse if certain plants are introduced the, yeah there's there's regulations for plant imports but it would cost trillions upon trillions of dollars to like de-invasive plants everywhere in the whole world so there's just no future where we care about that so we're going to pretend to care about big scary burmese pythons i think is the point because it's something you can get people scared about really quickly let's keep going down the line the amnesty program here's the website it's in the link if you find somebody who accidentally forgot that they have <laughs> shame that they have a berm or whatever or iguana they can technically i wouldn't call one eight eight eight. i've got one which is the like tip hotline <laughs> holy fuck how tasteless <laughs> i would just do the request to rehome form jesus Mary I, I, and Joseph. I don't know i know that you're suggesting that and that is the appropriate legal recourse i would you think not. people should allegedly, uh, allegedly underground railroad them out of the yes state? fuck yes allegedly Allegedly. I'm definitely not saying to ferry them out of state illegally, um, but my fear is if you report an animal, even and to ask the amnesty program, amnesty from the program that is yeah, I would call under the, F- the like generic number because you're going to get accidentally felonied or some shit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get arrested, and your animals are going to be euthanized, and maybe some of your animals that aren't even on the the All list, right, dog, kid. You don't know. Um, they can't so tell the difference between a kid and there an adult is woman, there so. is a path you can take, but it is under the purview of FWC. So Allegedly. that maybe you need to go on a road trip to your buddy's house in Georgia to talk about it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. So here's the lawsuit. I I don't even know if I should show it to you, but I'll show it to you in like ten seconds because it's not interesting. Many words, many pages, 143 of them. I've read most of them, probably not all of them. Uh, the, what was interesting is the Bells are actually plaintiffs in the case because they had, where's the plaintiffs list? Berms or something? So the, the point of the lawsuit is to like remove some of the powers of the FWC because really the... Does the, the captive breeding of an animal that never goes in the wild make it wildlife? If it goes into the wild, it becomes under their purview. But do they have the authority over something that is not in the wild? They currently do, but they should not. Hmm. So that's captive what this... bred animals, are, it's completely different. Like, absolutely, whatever is in the Florida Everglades, like, that's a whole nother animal. It's a whole nother subject. Um, but they're using the hurricane accident on the facility as. Sorry, Shane is funny. <laughs> I know you said that earlier when you were talking, and I forgot to click on it because I didn't want to kill your train of thought mm-hmm. legally stuff. But um, they absolutely should not have purview over captive bred animals that should be grandfathered in and should be fine. And we're, 
you know, within all the regulations. My question is, I know uh, Reptiles With was crying about it, but like, should the purview be given to the ag department or not? Obviously, ideally, there'd be no no control. But wouldn't you rather be treated like agriculture than illegal? Just be illegal as a whole industry? I don't know the correct answer to that. Um, I think that you can't just say anything would be better than FWC because it can always get worse. Um, and it probably mm-hmm. will get worse before it gets better. Um, but it's definitely food for thought that we need to have an answer to that question. Yeah. Like uh, what, what do I don't want? think people are going to read this, but I would like USR Florida to give, they've done a couple of live interviews and stuff, but I would, it'd be nice if they did more like, here's a 10 minute video describing our arguments. Correct. That would be really us. nice. They don't have to wade through all the interview. Right. They like, don't need to pay a lawyer, lawyer to do it or whatever. Just, do a little like synthesized, you know, 10 minutes of your thoughts to, to me. Speaking of USR Florida, did you know you can get a free membership, Jana? Just to that. put your name on the rolls. So everyone so should go throw do your it. name behind them. Go do it. Or pay bronze memberships $30 a year. And then just or just get a free and throw them some money. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But just getting your name on the rules would be very helpful. Yeah. If you have the privilege of daily coffee that you purchase, maybe uh, go without for a week and then give the money to USARC as a membership or as just a donation. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of us do have that privilege um, and we should sacrifice our privilege and throw our support behind USARC Florida. (sighs) Lisa asks, how is it going to affect imports? Iguanas actually go into Florida right now. They just do not clear customs into the state of Florida. They stay on the airport and they go to a different state. So, like, Florida can still be, like, an import hub. It just, nothing gets to, like, benefit Florida. It stays in the airport, passes through customs, and gets on another plane. So, I don't know. Does Florida want business or not? Next point, I think, Jana, and I'm biased because I don't live there, but keepers should consider moving. I, lots of people have already left. Um, I know people, that's not obviously something everyone can do financially or for their kids. But given what we're getting ready to talk about with the whitelist and just like a general sentiment, like especially like the, the requirement to self-report injuries that could give you a felony. <laughs> <laughs> Totally doing that, allegedly. <laughs> right. I would allegedly not be injured. Cause because then you'll lose your entire class three, right? So like you would lose your ability to keep all pythons. I, the rules are not fair and they don't seem to be getting any fairer. And people have tried hard to work. And and people are like, well, USR Florida's not doing enough. I don't fucking know if anything counts because like like people have been talking about, they are 100, the, all of the commissioners are developers. They all donate to Mr. DeSantis for his political campaigns. They're all buddies. It sounds they golf good. every Thursday together. 
It sounds good to like be mad at a big scary snake, then worry about the fact that habitat destruction is obviously more important to the long term survival of Florida species. Florida is fucked already, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, it's a good boogeyman to keep people looking over here instead of the starving manatees or whatever else. Like, keep focusing on how scary Burmese pythons are and then literally look at literally nothing else. So the amount of conditional permit holders in the state of Florida was not enough for them to give literally two shits. This is like the perfect scapegoat. Yeah. I would consider moving. Ray with the Luring Serpents, he's in Florida and hating it all. And he thinks that Texas is looking really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Kalors, did I say that right? Um, aquatics and reptiles lived in Florida 16 years and moved to Tennessee, had planned to move back to Florida, but instead has put his property up for sale. Take, you hear that, FWC? Um, and then somebody mentioned um, that we should be. Oh, right here, Aaron. We should be, all the vendors and expos should refuse to attend in Florida. Yeah, absolutely. We should not be giving Florida our business. Can we please move Daytona up to Georgia, like the bottom where they touch? You know, like, I just think that you're inviting fuckery. Um, right. It's, it's, it's hard because obviously people who live in Florida and need to vend in Florida don't want people to be discouraging people not to spend money in Florida. This is their livelihood. Yes. But. I don't want to go to Daytona and have fun, like knowing that my like sweet restaurant dollars are going to a state that doesn't give two shits about nothing, right? Yeah. I think they should move it to uh, New Orleans, okay? So it's like a it's still like a party town, oh, but it's, it's a little, fucking it's hillbilly like swamp party I just town. meant that everybody loves it because it's like on the beach and that right, but corn snakes north- are illegal in Georgia, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh they're illegal and i did not know that that fucking sucks yeah you have to be like alabama there's beaches in alabama or something like if you went the other direction like still like a gulf coast beach okay i don't know the answer jana and Neither it sucks I. to be like fuck all the people who breed nice snakes in florida i don't want to go to your shows like that's fucked do we have, but... we have a banner right for the the opinions do not necessarily represent the sponsors or whatever yeah i i want i don't know yeah, this is definitely not also legal advice. Holy shit. Don't we are not lawyers. And uh, we would never encourage you to do something illegal. Ever. Um, just use your best judgment on that. Um, and take everything we're saying with a grain of salt. Because we're just entertainers at this point. Yeah, this is all for entertainment purposes only. Okay, and then the other thing is... do. The coming whitelist stuff that we're going to talk about in like 10 seconds, it looks like they have two choices, which are discussed in this video here, which is on Instagram and on YouTube and in the show notes, which is what happened at the last tag meeting. It looks like they have two choices. There's no longer a blacklist. It's two versions of whitelist, a super strict, insane one and a mid whitelist. Okay, Which so both are terrible. For those that aren't super savvy with all the lingo, can you remind everybody what a black and white list is? So a black list, what they have now, where there's pro- prohibited species you can't have. Everything else is fine. And then a white list is where they just have a list of what you can have. But obviously, based on the old 
there's like 30,000 species. If you include aquaculture, reptiles, birds, that would be under the purview of, of a whitelist. They will miss stuff. They will miss stuff taxonomically. They will miss stuff because they just don't know about it. They, they, they they're they're going to do a whitelist at this point. Remember, they were like, we won't call it a whitelist like a year ago. <laughs> and they're like, it's not a whitelist. Stop talking about that way. This is propaganda. So, they are calling it a whitelist now officially. Blacklist, we hate it. Unpleasant. It's not great. Whitelist. Fuck everything. It's terrible. It is like worst case scenario, guys. Right. And then they have two interpretations of their own rules, which they apparently didn't know what it was when they wrote it. So that's excellent. And one of them is a like, if it's here now, that's good. So that can be whitelisted. And you would have to request only to import into the state. And the second one is everything that's here needs an assessment to just be whitelisted. Which is worse because that means it costs like ten thousand dollars to fifteen thousand dollars something like that to get an official assessment of whether or not it could be whitelisted. It is extremely difficult to get something whitelisted if it's forgotten on the whitelist. Right. So if scenario one happens, my advice would be if you want a rare species of gecko that like they're going to forget about or a weird colubrid or whatever, get it now. Because, like, the only snowball's chance you have in affording to get your, like, little, I don't know, you know, like, a weird version of a cave gecko. There's a bunch of species. Like, if you want Louie-I, go buy it now. Because it's they're not going to whitelist this one version of a cave gecko when they have three others that they did whitelist. Unless it's it's already in the state. But this part of it is, like... This is like looking forward to the the stuff in uh, May coming up. I th- this is the scariest part, and then then they're not going to be able to tell the species apart anyway when they come to euthanize your cave geckos for being not on the white list. Looking forward, uh, Brian says Tennessee is awesome. There are a lot of really badass breeders in Tennessee. I think we should just all conglomerate there housing prices are amazing cost of living is great it sounds good to me i'm, I'm on my way um mr shane kelly also lives in tennessee and um Bree? smoky mountain balls Bree also lives in tennessee mm-hmm. there's Brian. a whole co- cohort of them and then and the other thing about the whitelist is like barreto has said like if it can live here we don't want it here but goddamn the whole hobby can live in florida i'm talking even like the stuff you're like that maybe can't yes it can like temperate stuff kind of cool stuff uh, just a turtle just any turtle basically there's like a gradient of habitat types almost all of it can live there so uh, climacophora could live there easy japanese rat snakes you're like are they gonna get whitelisted i don't fucking know they would live perfect there outside they have a little bit of a winter in the top that's just like how they live in japan blue beauties nothing is like not good at living there because florida's a nice place to live it's a perfect reptile habitat <laughs> so the criteria that you're like well it's, it doesn't seem like a problem that's why i'm just like i don't know if y'all should fucking live there be honest 
Not if the whitelist happens, guys. Uh, Get out now. I mean, it's it's happening. It's just like which version of it, like the worst or the shittiest. So the tag meeting, they've officially announced the agenda. It's on May 10th, uh, 10th and 11th, but the only day that matters to us is the 11th. You can use this convenient online comment form to pre-comment your feelings on the whitelist situation. I want to see everybody pre-comment because you can't call in like a whatever. You can only watch it oh, live. Even when they let you call in, they don't really let you <laughs> call in. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, you can call in at those oh, types, but they, they really don't. Right. This one isn't even time. a call in one. This, is, this particular better. one. So you either need to be there in person, but also this is an alleged, this is a fact. One hour of comments. One hour of comments. My God. So... So make you sure all do... of our comments are obnoxious and racy and loud. <laughs> so no, they can't no. just pick good ones. Make, no, them, I'm, co- I'm make them coherent. Coherent, all, professional. Yes. So what it says is it's about the, the new, like, the, the non-native fish and wildlife group. And they're going to outline steps for the next sort of, they're pushing down the road again for what the whitelist will be or whatever. Um, allegedly, 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 uh, allegedly, uh, Salvadorians, um, uh, are definitely going to help us out with our problem. Allegedly. Yummy. Yeah. They're good eating. Yeah. They used to allow you to collect the babies and sell them out of state. And so now there's just a bunch of them growing up everywhere because you can't collect them and sell them out of state obviously so they made it like an extra problem yeah so if fwc wanted to relieve a problem they could utilize all these el salvadorians and herpers and herpers and and that that have all ways to monetize the resource as best as they can my god well that would be cool and that that seems like a better solution than killing captive bred in facility snakes and animals are you sure what oh just let people wild catch them and then export them out of the state right and make money and jobs make money and jobs and fuel the economy that's a shitty idea jessica republicans we don't want to do that we don't want to help our economy and we don't want to actually reduce the wild animals that are invasive no never we would want to do that all right allegedly there's a shirt for sale i just want everybody to look at it you could allegedly purchase this from Donovan Winterberg uh, on Facebook. You have to DM him, though. This is hot off the press. Yeah. Limited time. Limited time only. Hopefully, Jessica will be sporting hers next week. I did buy one. Respect. Allegedly. Bought allegedly one. Allegedly. Bought one. Uh, it's time for the second ad break. It is. So if you guys have questions or comments or something to add. Yeah, leave comments. I don't have good answers, though, Janet. We don't know, but if you need to say your piece, go ahead while we do the Mm -hmm. ad break and maybe we'll hit on them. But let's just just we need to get stuff out. Now's the time to do it while we while we talk. Right. About our wonderful sponsors who put up with us and all of our loud opinions. I know. God, allegedly they put up with us. Allegedly. Who knows? Maybe maybe they won't after today. I know. God. (laughs) I'm so Gray sorry. family <laughs> snakes, Roger and Lori Gray, who are just mm. incredible people. Um, they have some not allegedly 
not allegedly. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, they have two new snakes this week um, that they tested, a new Sanzania and a adult Azanthic female, and they both came back negative. Um, they did a Boyd panel. Boyd? Jessica says that I say it wrong. Um, they fine. also are excited that they are planning to have some um, Azanthic Het DG hatchlings mm. for sale this year. So watch for those clutches to drop. Um, and they're going to have a lot of different codoms involved in that as well. They are also in the process of learning Creo, which is the pseudo national language in Sierra Leone, which is where their um, charity that they help is um, with the eye surgeries. They are continuing to offer merch for the proceeds, 100% going to Sierra Leone, um, but they haven't made a lot of sales. So they are also offering 100% of snake sales, um, minus shipping, of course. Um, generous. Thank you. Very, very generous. We'll be going to their mission in Africa. Um, and each snake or each eye surgery is only $50. And so a $600 snake would go a long way towards helping mm -hmm. that cause that they um, are super invested in and campaigning for. And they will also be traveling next month down to Sierra Leone to visit the actual clinic and to volunteer. And hopefully we'll be seeing a lot of um, footage and video and we'll be getting to see a lot more of what's happening down there. So if you feel inspired to help out, and you are in the Azanthic projects. They have some really good snakes up there still. Um, and 100% proceeds will go to that um, charity. So thank you for sponsoring the show. And hopefully you guys can earn a lot more money for your charity event. And we are looking forward to hearing how it goes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I want to see them Sierra Leone locality ball pythons. Yes, please. I hope you're herping. <laughs> um andy with powerhouse pythons his first two clutches have landed um and then he is also the pacific northwest go for cocoa distributor so that's pretty exciting um and apparently still a sponsor of our crappy podcast which we are very grateful for um, i will be purchasing some go for cocoa this week and um can you do I it by next week the week? like comparison probably yeah segment yeah, yeah. So we, we'll be doing a, a comparison segment between raptor chick coco blocks and the go for coco um just like a portion of our episode next week so tune in if you're interested in seeing i will have it physically so you guys can see it um and then i'll just talk about some of the attributes that i noticed and um, i will probably throw it into each of my snake bins and see how it smells and absorbs and all right, I have a question. Humidity. Yes. Can you figure out a way to calculate percent tannins or something? I can look into it. I don't know if I will be able to, but I could put it under white snakes. <laughs> no, Would like I've enough, or do you need like an actual washed enough, and so scientific. it'll it'll stain the snakes. I have, yeah, I have lots of like, um, like maybe like take a paper pies. towel, put like a, a known amount of cocoa on a oh, scale, yeah. like 10 and grams like, and then 10 grams of water and then yeah. like soak it up and just see how like dark the paper towel gets as like a, a, a sure. tannin test. You yes. can make it fun with pictures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With pictures. I'll put on yeah, my swimsuit. Yeah. I had a batch that was that. so tanniny and nasty. It turned all of my albino boas into like 
mottled they look diseased so, yeah or they looked like they were dying of like scale rot you remember that like poop no i had that happen with a batch with recently. yeah it just mm. certain batches are not washed correctly well and they were hatchlings and so it's like it's I don't right. lo love bathing hatchlings. I think it's a lot uh, too stressful for them. And I don't think it's good for their skin. And also it doesn't necessarily help <laughs> or improve it. But you can't sell. I can't sell snakes that look like that. Like, I don't right, you got to wait till their next good. shed. Yes. And it's. Whew, oh, that that does grind my gears for sure. Um, KMB says put a handful in like a standard deli cup water and just take pictures. Like a, oh, okay, that would be good. Really good. Then idea. you can like compare the percent How of dark darkness. Yes, I would weigh it though. Okay. Yeah, Costco has one. Uh, if you wanted to do more brands, I'm in. But uh, we shouldn't force you into like weigh a lot of work for this little project. All right. <gasps> Who's this person? What's this? Wait, Costco has cocoa bark because we don't recommend cocoa bark for ball pythons. Um, no, I think they have chips in the spring, like uh, actually, like yeah, the like husk. what okay. we what we it's use. different than the the bark because the bark. I see a lot of my um, yeah. I don't think he means like customer bark. I yeah. think he means like their brand is called cocoa bark or whatever. I've seen them buy it. They sell it for like fourteen ninety nine. Are you going to read that? Yeah. Roger said, um, we are going in, all in on a pallet with another local, with other local breeders. I look forward to find, um, to what you find as the differences. Um, what brand, if you don't mind saying, are you guys planning on purchasing? Is it the Gopher Coco? Um, so I probably won't have time to order in like the hemp bedding um, and the different beddings because those are usually, those are um, East Coast and they usually take us like 10 to 14 days to get them shipped to allegedly us. allegedly it takes a really long time and is a little bit frustrating um but i will be doing the local ones that i have access to all right let's do bravo zulu yes sorry i need to pull up my notes okay That's where so... she's going and we're invited ish ish <laughs> we are i invite myself I invited my us. Oh, Jessica's going because this is like <laughs> geeking her out. So Bravo Zulu is going to be doing her field study next month, um, studying the country's conservation efforts and doing surveys on various flora and fauna to see how ecotourism efforts have helped improve biodiversity. Um, so this obviously has to do with her um, college degree that she's working on. So she is offering on her remaining 2021 and 2022 snakes, um, free shipping and all of those funds will go to help her pay for her field study. So if you're wanting to help out a woman owned, veteran owned ball python breeder who is also working on getting her degree, it's for a really good cause and you can still get a cool snake out of it. So she has a updated list of availability on her Instagram. It is current, um, the one, She's working on getting them uploaded to Morph Market, but for the current listing, please go to her Instagram. And um, if you want one of those snakes, please help her out so that she can fund that field study. Um, and we are so grateful that she is sponsoring the podcast. Send pics. 
and we expect lots and lots of pics and stories and maybe video clips Mm -hmm. when this is happening because maybe allegedly smuggle some boas in your pants (laughs) allegedly don't do that (laughs) allegedly maybe i'm not sure thank you bravo zulu allegedly this guy's next uh brian's balls just a second he's saying that sorry brian's bc's balls um that cyprus is so good compared to coco um we have a really hard time here in the northwest of getting cyprus um the non-toxic cyprus so we don't really have what cyprus is it's pokey even the calamar it's less pokey than like the no float or whatever but I'll never forget watching an Amazon tree boa eat her slugs off of the floor of the enclosure. Yikes. And there's cypress like stabs on it. And so she's eating these like needles. Yikes. Um, I think your stuff is like less chip, like point pokey. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I like that Coco is squarish in shape. Brian, why don't you shoot me a DM and tell me where you get it from and I'll see if they can act that quickly. I have no problem adding it. Like I said, I love Cyprus um, as long as it's not pokey like Jessica said. Um, We just have a really hard time finding it up here in the northwest. Yeah, they buy it by the pallet, Shane and friends. friends. Yeah, I know. That's another reason we need to move to Tennessee. (laughs) We got to get in on the the commune. Yes, we need to just take over a whole neighborhood. But for ball python breeders yes for sure all right I'm, let's I'm talk about chris shelley uh chris shelley bns reptilia all 2022 colubras um are sold out what? congratulations what uh how Crazy. many of us can say I that about our 2022 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so congratulations on that um but he uh. has already started 2023 breeding and um if you're wanting colubras from him just stay tuned and he'll be letting us know as clutches drop um, so you can keep an eye out for that. Um, he is also adding the last bit of animals from 2022 to his morph market this week. Um, and he has a few boas left as well. And his shipping special is still available through April that we've been promoing for the last, I think, six weeks. So mm-hmm. um, if he has what you want or you've seen maybe something he's been posting and you want to inquire about it, you can definitely shoot him a DM on instagram or you can check out his morph market and see what's still available mm-hmm. and thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast thank you and not canceling us mm-hmm. <laughs> we deserve it allegedly what's this jan what is this this is the seattle metro reptile Woo! expo um i will be at this expo in may and we will be doing our best to give it a lot of promotion um i don't know if any of you guys saw my keys interview um but if you want to know what i'm talking about you can head on over to that and check it out and maybe we'll talk about it on the whole back rack after we've discussed it with sponsors and jessica um but what are we discussing Oh, we'll, we'll tell you later. It's fine. Um, Seattle Metro Reptile Expo in Monroe. Can you explain is... to me this promotional image? I, I can't. I didn't make it. But they're new. <laughs> Where they're is new, he going? They're new it's like a terrestrial he... turtle in like the ocean? I don't know. It's like a Australia one. 
I don't know. It's pretty cool. I just don't get it. But respect. It looks respect. nice. It looks cool. It looks awesome. May 13th, um, I will be there. I will also be vending um, again with uh, Mesa Terra, who, let's see, who did my earrings. She does lots of really cool reptile earrings, like reptile custom reptile skins, or um, she does patterned bracelets, uh, beadwork custom to your individual animals. You can order those on Etsy and all of that stuff. She's pretty cool. So we'll be there May 13th. If you're local, please come and support this expo. Um, there's been a lot of drama in our community locally about expos. And so I'm encouraging you to please support this expo instead of other expos. Moving on. Moving on. Let's just show this one picture because it's happy. Then we'll do like collection update and look at chat. Look at that. Blackhead paint. My God, it's beautiful. Holy hell, that is sexy. I will take 10, please. Uh, it's a Morphalicia snake. I, I was posted by the Python pit. For not being into paint. Paint sentinel, whatever you're See, everybody is concerned in. about the tortoise. I am thinking the same thing. Is that a tortoise in the ocean? <laughs> it's just strange. It's fine. It's just, I'm triggered a little bit. Who messaged me? No, we're going to see her message live. Yeah, Hopefully I didn't send her any nudie pictures or anything. Uh, I can't open it because it would be on the app. I forget what I asked for, though. Oh, the shirt. Can you... <sighs> Motherfucker. Send me it on Facebook. I think he's talking about CNS. This... Are those boas? <laughs> I know I'm confused. I, I think we should uh, bolt gun it in the head and then decide after. Uh, um, and then let the veterinarian decide what species it is at the autopsy, the necrom, mm. whatever you call it. These are good ideas. All right, we somehow made it through the worst topic ever. Maybe. Um, yeah. Well, we let's do a little collection. Like, I did not cry my makeup off, so I think that was a win. <sighs> you do your collection update first. I have four, no, five clutches of corn snakes and three ready to lay and a couple they're like follicle development -y. So we're on track for a goddamn storm of corn snakes. <laughs> All the corn snakes. A tsunami. What about um, your boas? I'm pretty sure Twiggy is due this week. You know, Boas, you're always like, yeah, hit or miss. I don't know what's coming out of there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! It's babies this morning. And I didn't pair very many because I was scared, obviously. So I think only the VPI snow litter is going to go, not the VPI IMG litter. But he oh, sired Twiggy's baby. So there would just be like IMG's hat VPI. Okay. What, whatever you don't you aren't in charge of boas and i'm on like egg watch for ball pythons for like six females now who have either ovulated and shed or ovulated and getting ready to shed basically that's awesome so like egg watch in quotes you know i don't know it's not really for 30 or 45 days but you're that's what you're thinking about at that point i don't know They're why checklist. the camera is retarded again i used the r word i deployed it i'm sorry you did. I'm shocked. 
I've been using it privately a lot this week. <laughs> That's fair. So I forgot that it was inappropriate because I've been like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? I think um, it was used appropriately in that instance. I just like, like this move. The Florida oh, instance. Surprise. Oh. <laughs> it's so dumb. Why is there a delay? It's killing me again. Yeah. All right, it's back. Um, and then for other ball pythons, I think I have like 15 above 15 millimeters. And then like another 10 that are like, look like they're thinking about getting like they're between like 10 and 15 where they're like maybe edging above baseline size. Oh yeah. They're edging. So I'm going to have way too many fucking snakes. I'm going to wholesale all of them right away. I'm Mark Margaret. <laughs> She's a beard. She's a beard, guys. I'm so scared. So how's your uh, situation? Oh, so my situation, I finally, I feel like I haven't collection updated in like a thousand years. Sorry for that, guys. Mm-hmm. We're back in business. So I just yesterday, I moved my acid clown back down to a smaller bin. Um, he obviously had hides and all the best things, um, but he was eating like a freaking champ in the smaller bin but i was like oh you need a luxury enclosure with all the huds and all the things and and he has been pretty inconsistent since i did that and so Mm. i am going to put him back into a smaller bin um even though some people think that that's counterintuitive but you've got to listen to your animals and i would like him to be to size to catch some of these ladies that are going to start building so i've ultrasounded half my collection and one guys one just one um is above above 10 just above 10 it's above 10 i have one that is 15 and she i put in last night the males for her she is a calico g-stripe and i chucked in my banana pastel yellow belly clown for her first lock if the acid gets to size i will be doing the last lock if everything works out or the last two locks how big is the acid I want to say like 375, but he might be less now because he's been so intermittent at eating. Definitely not big enough that I'm comfortable pairing him or test pairing him or anything like that. So mm-hmm. he needs to get back on. What eating. do his wieners look like? Well, because he's not to size, I'm not going to um, get excited about his what wieners. his wieners look like. Because if they look good, I'm going to kick Shane myself Kelly's in like the ass. Clown. Wieners look good i think i mean i'm guessing yeah. i'll, I'll check stuff, this but it's for really you small. jessica and next week i will update everybody on my acid clowns hemipenes just for so you. i've been pairing a ultramel cryptic male to stuff. Ultramel. surprise no Bye. i told you that before remember i had a collection update where i was like instead of buying a dg male i bought an ultramel like a double recessive because Ultramel is probably better than DG. So, You're not wrong. I mean, they're just different. They have different purposes. But like, right? I feel like I could sell an Ultramel Black Pastel to like a pet person. Like on a table. And like a baby DG. I don't know if like Normans think that I they're... Can't, I can't tell if Small Town Exotics is kidding or not. That, that scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're kidding. Well, it sort not. of depends on if they're old no enough, right? So well, mine is 18. He was sort of underfed by the person I got him from, which is fine. I don't care. 
So he's like 375-ish too. So I've been trying him and he has like a tingle in his peepees. You can tell he thinks about it, but he's not sure what to do. And what when is his birthday again? Last summer. I don't remember the Okay, that's when he's 18 months, but just small. Oh, so like more than last yeah he's older than yours but like yeah i'm not telling you to i'm just like i just been thinking about pps recently and i checked the posset monsoon pp Mm -mm. pps not even close but when they start to get like folds this is getting weird again (laughs) jana you made it weird i don't know do i need to pull him out and look at his pp on air we need some sort of like I don't have any <laughs> macro don't have... lens on your thing, so you can really get into that PP. Yeah, really get into that PP. I don't actually have any gloves in here. Right now. Yeah, you don't have to. Nice I'm just like, I think about, you know, I think about PPs a lot. She does think about peens a lot. I never thought about snake peens until I met Jessica, and then she's like, "How do they look?" And I'm like, "Respect." What do you mean? How do they look? This is a joke, right? And she's like, "You got to inspect that shit." And I'm like, well, "Have you ever seen corn snake peepees? I guess you haven't." So, so, so like when they're, when you pop them, when they're born or like up until like a year while you can still sort of manually pop them, they're just like generic little red. Are you going to cry if I pull out my acid and I don't have gloves on? I'm not planning to touch anything else today. just like touch the rest of your life or whatever afterwards. It's hand sanitized when you're done. So like corn snakes have like a, a red tube of pee pee. For a long time. And then as they get older, it's still quite red, um, even when it's not like turgid, but it starts to get a lot more folds. So that's like my criteria for corn snakes. And I appreciate. Well, pythons have like a little red dot and it gets purpler as it gets older. He just did a big long stretch out. So he looks like he, his lengthwise is definitely very mature, but you see how skinny he is, guys. I'm not cool with that. Right, what are those PPs skinny. Like? Okay, yeah. We'll look at his PPs. Sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. Live on air. Live on air. Um, they are check. still pretty immature. I can't see that. They're super skinny. I believe you, though. Immature and not like the swollen, full, mature PPs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they get the mature keep... boys. The mature boys. He's still uh, too immature to breed, and I want him to be much What thicker. month was he born? June 2022. Okay. And it's my fault he's not big because he was 300 grams. No, 250 grams when I got him at six months. So I have no one to blame but myself. So you were just feeding him like a a frozen thawed mouse of normal-ish size? Um, When he first got here, I was feeding him live ASFs, but one bit him and he was pretty traumatized by that and so if i put one in he just would immediately go and fly into his thing and i'm like i guess he doesn't really want live anymore (laughs) and so um the few that he's taken since i moved him to the bigger size have been frozen thawed um i've tried jumbo mice and i've tried rats he won't take a a small rat at all um he will take a jumbo mouse some of the time i still offer them both when i'm as frozen thawed yes yeah you gotta do what you gotta do like i probably could have gotten mine up to size faster or more if i fed it every five days i bought him in november so he's gotten like 100 grams bigger but i didn't like smash him with food i just offered him like a frozen thawed adult mouse or asf or wrap up or whatever 
I guess it'd be like a rat wiener pup mid mid size, but so you're saying that I should scale it down in size just till he's eating more consistently. I have no idea what I'm saying. Oh, okay, well, I just put him in a Are smaller you, container so he won't. Is he get like awkward. refusing a hundred percent? So you skip two weeks or or. So he was refusing 100%. So I was doing every two weeks and then he ate. So then the next week I offered and he refused. And then the next week I offered and he took it. And then he hasn't eaten in the last two times. And I was offering. But he was eating live. He's taking frozen thawed those times. The live was when I first got him. What about like a rat pup that doesn't move? You don't breed rat pups. I don't breed. I don't breed any. Um, rodents at the moment what oh collection update i fed off all my rodents i don't have asfs or rats or anything at the moment i needed something off my plate and that seemed like a good a good choice when did this happen um sometime right after i got custody of my full custody of my kids uh, oh collection update Dang collection yeah. update i haven't had rodents uh probably about Three and a half weeks. Do you like this change or are you sad? I think it was a really good choice. I did it for my own self-care, my own uh, what's on my plate and what can I take off my plate that's not necessarily needed. Um, I only have like two snakes that won't, absolutely won't take frozen thawed. And so they're all, they're both big enough that I can feed them every other week. And I have lots and lots of people near me that I can pick up those rodents from. Who are you buying so rodents from? I can buy rodents from Andy of Powerhouse Pythons because yeah. he's badass. Anything I want. I can get ASS. I just didn't know if you like mice. went down the bridge or if there was somebody up near you. Um, Morph Mechanics, but he is deployed uh, to San Diego, mm. I believe. Um, and so his family is managing all of that. And so I don't know if they would sell to the public, but they're, they are closer than um, Powerhouse, but I would probably not bother them right now. So it'd be Powerhouse that gets bothered. Or um, I have another friend that's not not a big name. They're like, they breed them for their personal that I mm-hmm. can call in a pinch. Okay. Crazy um, news, Jana. Yeah. And when I start have, having more females like building and it looks like I'm going to start dropping clutches, this summer, I absolutely plan on restarting colonies and stuff. But at, at this time in my life and what's going on, it seemed like I needed to cut some things. And so I cut several things and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bohemian says, I wish I could find someone in a small collection that would buy rats from me weekly. Well, I would buy them from Jessica all the time, but she's a hoe and moved out of state. Hell yeah, brother. I mean, thank you, Chris, for your service. Love you. He was in here earlier. He probably wandered off. Anyway, so I have the um, other half of my collection that I will ultrasound um, before the next episode. So you guys will get an update on that next week. Um, Hopefully, there'll be more than one in that group. And I'll be able to do some other pairings. And I haven't been out to the snake shed this morning um, to check to see if that pair is locked up. But if there is, of course, I'll post that to my Instagram. Jessica complained. Mm -hmm. that i was uh dropping the ball on instagram Mm -hmm. i don't want to see your face on your instagram she's sick of seeing my face and my kitties i want to see snakes 
and she just wants snakes. So <laughs> since I love my work wife, I'm telling you, this is I'm good going for to you. listen. And apparently I've been getting a lot of comments. So apparently you guys missed my snakes too. <laughs> so I'm going to be trying to post, um, I'm hoping for every day, but I'm shooting for five days a week. Or just, just anything ever would be good. anything so, ever no. it's, it's been happening guys i've been making a concerted effort to show you what's happening even though nothing's happening <laughs> yeah you're doing great um, i'm fine i'm not mad about do you it. think you don't have follicle development because you fed them less than every other week or so something because my... it's very suspicious because i moved across the country in august and i have better follicle development right but that was august you just moved you. I moved them out to the thing in October, November. So when did right? But I have eggs, so I moved in August. I absolutely. So my normal, my how I normally deal with it is I feed very heavily from like mid October, probably like through December or sometimes mid January. Uh, mm -hmm. I feed weekly. I always uh, thaw more rodents than I need. And so girls, it'll take a second small. We'll get a second small. Mm -hmm. um, when you were still here, I would get schmediums for my bigger girls. So Respect. those girls would Respect get schmediums. Um, and so I, I was a heavy, heavy feeder in the past. Um, and then the last, I don't know, nine months, I've been like a casual feeder. So Every two weeks ish, sometimes uh, 18 days instead of 14 days, but not heavy and not mediums, just regular smalls. Um, and I absolutely have seen that it's affecting them. And I am now feeding how I normally feed in October. And so like the last, I want to say like three weeks, four weeks, probably four weeks, they've been getting fed more. And that's why I just did an ultrasound because some of them are looking pretty thick but i think maybe they're just sucking up all that fat <laughs> from being fed every week um so i was really thinking that i would have a lot more forward motion than i did um, shout out jared <laughs> shout out to jared love you um but i i'm not like i said i'm not sad about it so like i could have absolutely course corrected earlier and fed heavier to see if that would have been beneficial but the timing is really good for me. Like right now I have online only classes. I have no classes this summer. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm really putting a lot of my focus into my business right now. And I just didn't have the time to give it my full attention where I do now. Mm -hmm. And I want that acid clown to be able to steal some of those clutches. And so the fact that I've pushed it off unintentionally intentionally however you want to look at it I'm not sad about it like it's, I'm not crying it's not keeping me up at night I'm not like I'm a failure I'm just like I'm so glad that happened <laughs> I would just like to now undo that and move forward in some way yeah I just wanted to be clear that I don't think it's because you moved them I think it's because you just didn't feed them enough I for them to be ready it, when they normally I think would've. part of it is is moving because um, I had girls that when I moved them, they were right. Uh, they could reabsorb, but I mean like the ones that were at nothing and then were moved should have gone to build fine. Like so I literally I, had two sets of clutches that were fully folliculized since just two months before you moved them. You know what I'm saying? Like I hear you. Judge and and wrong. incubated them and hatched them. Cross country move. Okay. Move to your shed. That's fair. 
but I don't feed insanely, but I guess I was feeding more new. Like I'll offer almost everybody something at least every two weeks. And some of them I'm like, you're fat, you're getting every week or whatever, like normal. So I was just feeding a little bit more than you. Yeah. And I normally was feeding every other Friday, but then if Friday got hectic, it would be more like Monday. Right. So it'd be like 18 days or something or whatever that is. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. But um, now everybody's getting offered every week. Was the uh, shed cold or hot? I know it wasn't that humid, but well, so how's I the had shed really, been going? Roger really bad humidity issues. Um, my inside space in my office, which is currently where I'm sitting right now, um, very small room. It's, I, I don't know, 12 by 8 with the racks in them. Um, so 12 by 10. I don't know. It was very small. And um, it held humidity awesome. It was always like 65% humidity just in the room. Um, so I never had issues. I actually had to put less water into my cocos because it would get oversaturated and be too humid. And then I went out there and it, I can saturate the cocoa every week and it still dries mm-hmm. out before one week has passed. Um, and so I'm still working on... I have the bins figured out, but I'm still working on like what solution I want for the whole building um, to keep that humidity because it sits at 40 in the, in the building. Um, mm-hmm. So like I said, I rewetting the cocoa is working on keeping the, the snakes happier. Like they weren't having like terrible sheds. Um, they just weren't all coming off in one piece, which I hate. And I think having that lower humidity isn't good for them in my opinion. So um, they definitely like probably January, it took me that long to get everybody's bin dialed in um, to correct humidity. Mm-hmm. But it's absolutely like a great temperature. The heat pump that's in there keeps it at whatever I set it at. Um, I keep it at 80. Okay. Are there rats in there? Or are the rats in your sunroom or whatever? Or the what, rats, where they the were? rodents were in my sunroom. Okay. And prior to the move out to the snake shed, I kept my snakes and my rodents in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am planning when I restart breeding rodents, breeding them in my snake shack again, rather than okay. the sunroom. That just worked better for me. Some people it doesn't work, but that's, that's what I plan on doing. Um, so like I said, I'm not sad about it, but absolutely it could hundred percent be all things I did. Um, but I'm not sad about it. And everybody is a healthy weight. Um, just not necessarily yeah, you like could a breeding weight. 100% shelve a female and not let her build follicles by just feeding her a maintenance amount of food. Everybody at home who has like 20,000 snakes, they don't want to breed this year. <laughs> I'm like, actually down to 40 adult females. And did you sell something? I've been selling for the last year. Like, I know, but like, did you sell something in the last couple of months? At a show or something like adult females, because you were saying you had stuff you wanted to sell, but you didn't want to breed because you Before didn't have time. Before we had that conversation, I had sold a bunch at shows like over the summer last summer. Right, I know, but you but haven't I haven't sold, sold any. anymore. No, okay, I still that have was my question. Probably ten ish that you want to sell. That I want to sell, and then I have about twenty um, grow up females that, that just you aren't breeding. No, oh, yeah. I no, have to, really I have to like weed through and be more choosy. And so mm-hmm. I will be selling probably half of those, um, but the really good ones, obviously I'm keeping, um, yeah. but it feels pretty good to only have 40 adult 
females and now i'm not breeding all of them i have much more than 40 yeah yeah it feels good <laughs> 40 adult females and i have uh 10 adult males but one is a show snake so he doesn't breed anybody because he's a germ a Did you ever, i guess you decided to keep clown pie did you decide to keep pied I still have my adult pied male um, just because I haven't listed him because I was still like on the fence. Um, I don't think I'll do any pied to pied pairings. Um, I will. It just depends on how he has not been bred yet. My clown pied, he is up to size and he is eating and he is the right age. I haven't looked at his peens. Sorry, Jessica. Mm -hmm. um, but he's peens. he'll be a first year breeder. So I think I have. Were you supposed five. to be breed sharing? I'm not. Am I making that up? No, I had talked a lot to Stone Age about breed sharing, and then I decided to make the purchase of the Acid Clown. Okay. And so my Acid Clown is slated to go to my pastel Clown Pie female. And that was the one I was going to be breed sharing with Stone Age. Hmm. Oh my gosh, should be interesting. So many comments. Okay, we're at two hours, bitch. Can we move on from? I'm trying to hear the makeup for the months Six of months? non collection updates. Nobody cares, Jessica. <laughs> That's why it's at the end of the hey, show. Please, please comment below that you do not give a fuck that I have not collection updated in six months. <laughs> there was nothing to People update. No, Jana. Tell me what happened on keys real quick before we go. Was it fun? Uh, really? I got to interject here for the people who are listening. Richard says that he is perfectly okay with my Jana picks and snakes are kind of gross. And he didn't say this. You but didn't mean those kind of snakes. And, I, and I'm kind of cute. So it's okay if I post You are cute, Jana, but it doesn't look like a snake breeder Instagram profile. It looks like a Jana profile. It looks like your OnlyFans audition. I do not have an OnlyFans. I don't know. No matter how many of you email me and ask, <laughs> no, it is not so. Um, keys? Just uh, Keys. So I was on Keys on Wednesday. If you have not caught that, please. You know what? I haven't caught it, Janet. I, I, I expected that. Um, I was reading a 144-page brief. She was she was collecting all of this information, guys. And I'm it's sorry. Okay. I will I watch it this the, weekend, though. When I, I think we're to the point, Jessica, that I we like literally don't have to watch everything the other person's on because it's getting excessive. <laughs> In general, um, I slapped it with a like. Does that count? That does count. And yeah, you shared I, when I, I shared it. I didn't have time. Anyway, yeah. I was on with Keys Constrictor. They're amazing. I really like them. Um, I talked way too much. I may have been drinking. Mm. Uh, it was five o'clock. So Sounds fun. It was five o'clock somewhere. Definitely check it out now. So um, if you want to hear me talk for two hours, uh, I talk about biosecurity. I talk about the expo drama. I talk about my kids. I talk about so much stuff, guys. <laughs> um, I think I buy a mouth my ex, which I try not to wow. do. This, Spicy. You know, there was a little rum on board, guys. It, you just don't know what's going to happen. So, so that's check what it happens. out, everybody. Uh, it was not a hair down Friday episode, but I was definitely a hair down in his episode. Jana was hair down. <laughs> I changed it to the hang in there, kitty. We got to hang in there, everybody. Thank you for coming on Jana. I said that out loud. I'm so sorry. It's the end of the book. <laughs> I, I have so many I have so many comments and I don't think any of them are okay to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We were supposed to be good because the Fish and Wildlife Commission might be here. And what are they going to discredit us because we say come, 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 come? <laughs> um, what else we got? Are we done? We have so much news, guys, but we're going to um, avoid this? all this the other. Me. This is me for the rest of my life. I don't know. I think you're going to need to send that to me in a DM because it's magic. Anyway, so we're going to skip the rest of the news. We're already at two hours and 10 minutes, guys. We've been yeah, talking well, for way too long. I and... demand a normal week from this hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Hopefully we have a quiet week and we can do just a little blurp um, and geek out a little bit about cocoa substrate and then maybe dig into the other news that was not quite as important as um the yeah i kind of want to do something like Day dumb Master. like like morphe or yeah it just felt uh it's like this one's pretty and this one's not like just argue about something that's like completely not important right but next all. week we'll do a lot of just unimportant lighthearted stuff because it's been pretty heavy this year um pretty really yeah, heavy every week live in the forest but, yeah maybe i'll even bring my my puppy in and see which coconut she likes to sniff more. She loves sniff coconut what, blocks. Jana? She loves coconut blocks. It's oh, hilarious. you're gonna do a puppy test? Like a puppy test? Sniff oh more? my gosh! Because apparently I'm like the grossest human ever, but there is like this puppy. If there is a single chip of coconut block anywhere, and she, she comes into it? the snake shed, she immediately tries to eat it. Of course, I get it from her, because mm -hmm. it takes her a minute, and she's, like, making this face, but she loves coconut blocks, and I'm like, girl. So, Cold yeah. Blood is correct. We could revisit Slippery Dicks, the very we most should. important family-friendly topic. We will. We will open next week with what Slippery What's the Dicks. other one that I found? Oh, there's more, guys. Okay, cool. We'll open with the new one, and then maybe outro with the Slippery Dicks. Can you let me do the? We're at the end, so I just want to talk randomly. I still want to do the, the, the like, the tetrodotoxin poisoning event because I wanted you to sexually read the medical report. I, I would like to um, state for the record that Jessica just asked Jana permission for what the episode should be. <laughs> I do that all the time. What are you talking about? You just don't believe me. Because listen, everybody, listen at home. We could have Jana sexually describe this like medical uh, report of a guy who died from accidentally eating a rough-skinned newt in a drunken frenzy. And there's multiples of these. Like it's always sexy. Read about somebody dying on choking on a trust me. Okay. Trust me, it would be right, awesome. We'll slap on some makeup, and then we could lingerie. decide which beer they were sort of mainlining to get off. so drunk that they would dare each other to eat a rough skin newt. And then we can talk about sodium channels in uh, neurons. It would be so hot. So hot. No <laughs> All right, let's this. leave. Fuck. Let's leave. Uh, <laughs> do we? We're saving our big announcement for later, right? We have an announcement. Yeah. No, we don't. No, we don't. Okay, cool. We're saving it for later, guys. Yeah, because I don't know what's going on she officially does. yet. No, officially, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we can have like a drinking competition too. We can day drink. Ugh. I have to drive to pick up my child from preschool. Okay, don't do. But that. we can have don't. like a hold back rack after dark. Would you guys like that? Where we could be drinking and you guys can be there and maybe the only way to like do it though is to like watch and something and like react to it like 
maybe I was we'll do like say a porno, hair but down, that's not legal. a hair down movie madness. Uh, what's that called when you do like a screening? Is it screening party? Yeah, I don't know if it should be a whole movie. I was gonna like react to like funny clips on TikTok. On, yeah, or, or something like that. Like we could react to like our what the fuck on Reddit or, or, or our, our kids falling and, down. Like every time he laughs, do a shot. <laughs> we die right away. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, whatever. We gotta get out of here. Just... Look at everybody's saying that they they need an after dark drinky episode if we did mystery theater it'd have to be like science fiction and fantasy because i couldn't sit through anything else that's cool i'm down with that but that would have to be like if we were to change it to like membership or patreon it's like snakes a on a plane i've been meaning to rewatch that since now i can identify most snakes um and watching current movies that have snakes in them it's so hysterical joke. because I'm like, that's a ball python. Oh, that's a king snake. Oh, that's a corn snake. <laughs> They're not scary at all. Um, and so I, I really need to go back and watch that. I've looked at clips and it's definitely like ball pythons and corn snakes and like lots of. Ever, I'm sure you watched The Fashion of the Christ, right? Oh, okay. Well, it, Satan like, is a berm. Oh, an albino berm. <laughs> they couldn't even have made it like a somewhat venomous looking snake it's an albino firm that seems scary yeah so so that kind of stuff we could just like compile them and just react to the clips of like the scenes so like find the clips on youtube and just react i think a different podcaster has cornered the zoom market so i don't know how we'll do it but we'll figure something out guys that's like our own thing listen we can get on twitch as long as you don't watch porn you can almost stream and react to whatever the peens and comments oh he just wanted to sit in our collections and show off how jessica should give us a little like peens tutorial editorial i've had this from jessica it's actually so insightful guys like she literally was like this is what a mature penis looks like and this is what a baby penis looks like and Mm -hmm. and this is what it should look like after it comes and like we've had like such a weird in-depth peens conversations that would blow your mind (laughs) i mean it's not i feel like since ball python adults are easy to pop there's no reason not to uh you know indulge in the information i'm sorry for you you have to watch that replay brother all right let's go jana we're dragging it out i got it out sorry guys all right we love you we will see you you next week i love slippery dicks slippery dicks if you want to see the after dark feel free to blow up our inbox and maybe get a reply all right love you guys all right bye. bye